A more logical location than a kingdom on a cloud, don't you think? Surrounded by singing angels and cherubim makes for a lovely image, but the truth is far more interesting. Rodrigo Borgia, a.k.a. Pope Alexander VI, December 28, 1499. Hello, and welcome to Visions of the Past. My name is Andrew, and I'm the host of this Assassin's Creed lore podcast. This is episode 69, and I want to thank the Graveyard Gamer on Twitter and JackFoss21 on Instagram for the suggestion of today's topic, religion. Today, we're going to take a look at how religion is viewed, practiced, and presented within Assassin's Creed. When you look back at the history of the world, one thing we see in every civilization is some form of religion. Sometimes they were polytheistic, like the ancient Greeks, who worshipped multiple gods, or monotheistic, like modern Judaism, where they believe there is only one God. Before we go any further, I want to make it clear that I will not be discussing any religion in a real-world context, and this information doesn't represent my personal views on religion. It's just my analysis on how religion is seen and applied within the context of Assassin's Creed. To talk about religion, it's best to go back to the beginning. And when I say beginning, I mean back to the creation of the human race. This was accomplished in Project Anthropos, sometime after 75,145 BC. Built to serve as laborers, the first humans considered the Isu gods. The Isu, to ensure control of the humans, genetically engineered them with neurotransmitters to comply with the apples of Eden. Eventually, though, humans were born without the neurotransmitter. The first known humans without neurotransmitters were Eve, an Isu human hybrid whose father is the Isu Fannies, and her husband, Adam. These two hybrids stole an apple of Eden from the city of Eden at the outbreak of the human Isu war in 75,010 BC and led the human race through the war until the total catastrophe in 75,000 B.C. decimated both species' population. But the humans, who were built for survival, rebuilt and flourished, while the Isu gradually died out. As time passed, memories of the Isu faded, although the artifacts they used to control and fight humans lasted, as did people with the memories of a handful of Isu. This led to cults popping up all over the world, like the Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten worshipping an apple of Eden, or those who worshipped the sages of the Isu Aita. Even though the Isu artifacts and sages did have information about the Isu race, over the course of time, this information was misinterpreted and led to the myths of ancient civilizations. For instance, the myths of Ragnarok in Norse mythology within the series are misinterpretations of what happened around the Toba catastrophe. Going through and giving all the instances of Isu reality that was misinterpreted into ancient civilizations' religious beliefs would not only take a long time, there are parts of the myths that are shown that we don't have the historical foundations for, like the labors of Heracles. While recognizing that the Isu are the basis of the religions of the ancient civilizations within Assassin's Creed, those are not the only religions that we see within the series. 
Within the first Assassin's Creed, we see the Third Crusade, a war that pitted Christian crusaders under King Richard I of England against the Muslim forces of Salah ad-Din. And within Assassin's Creed II, we get into a fistfight with the Catholic Pope, Alexander VI. But we have to ask, are these religions also influenced by the Isu and their artifacts? Well, let us take a look at what we know. Throughout the series, we don't see a lot of information on most modern religions. We do have one moment in the comic Assassin's Creed Brahmin that shows the Hindu deity Durga as an Isu via a statue that was holding multiple pieces of Eden. Most of the information that we do see is centered around the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. The most notable event being that Adam and Eve left Eden not for plucking an apple from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but because they stole an Isu artifact. The series also introduces the idea that Moses' miracles were done by use of artifacts like a staff of Eden, and that Jesus' resurrection was possible through a shroud of Eden. Over the course of time, these events within the series were seen as miracles from God and brought people to worship them. And while we don't see a lot of specifics for Judaism or Islamic religions within Assassin's Creed, we do have a lot of information about and things that we can derive from this information about Christianity. Take, for instance, what we see in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Folke knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that the humans were created by the Isu and that some of them have the ability to be reborn. But the leader of the Order of the Ancients that she belonged to felt that it was all blasphemous. King Alfred of Wessex was that leader, and led Eivor Varen's daughter to destroy that order because of his feelings that they defiled God's majesty and grandeur. His plan was to create a universal divine order inspired by God for the betterment of man. This order, over the next 250 or so years, would become known as the Order of the Knights Templar, being publicly recognized in 1129 during the Council of Troyes. King Alfred's plan was to encompass all and seek to improve man by aligning their needs with the ebb and flow of nature. The next we see of this group is within 1191 during the Third Crusade, with men on both sides of the war working for what they felt was the betterment of man by using Isu artifacts to impose order and peace in the region. Though, by this point, the name Isu had left their collective knowledge, only knowing them by the ones who came before. We also see that in 1492, Rodrigo Borgia made sure that he was elected Pope to make sure that he got his hands on the papal staff, a piece of Eden that was said to open something special with another piece of Eden, and to guarantee that he had as much power as he could. In December 1499, Ezio Auditore da Firenze, holding an apple of Eden, fought him in the Sistine Chapel in Rome. Near the end of the battle, Rodrigo attempted to use the two pieces of Eden to open an Isu vault. Claiming that God dwelled within and believing that with both the staff and the apple, he could gain power from God and completely dismiss the teachings of the Bible, calling them all lies and superstitions. Throughout the series, we see time and time again that most of, if not all, religion within Assassin's Creed is based in some form of the Isu. 
be it ancient civilizations' myths, being misinterpretations of actual events, or someone being worshipped for finding and using their artifacts. Taking this route was a bold one when the series first came out, and firmly set the series within the realm of science fiction with the special abilities of the Pieces of Eden. The question I have, though, is where does the series go from here in terms of religion? Do they focus on other religions and how their beliefs and myths tie into the Isu? Or do they just ignore the religious side of it and tell personal stories? I ask this because for the longest time it was implied that all of the ancient civilizations all worshipped the same Isu, just under different names. This was proven incorrect when narrative director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Darby McDevitt, discussed the mythical story arcs of that game, stating that they specifically separated the Isu into what he termed as clans because lumping them together restricted their storytelling. So they were separated by location following the idea that these pantheons were the Isu that controlled the area that their myths are prominent. This brings me to wonder about civilizations that we haven't seen yet. Places like Ancient Summer and Babylon have yet to be discussed, as well as places within Southeast Asia and North and South America. Did they all worship different Isu, or were there some overlap? These are the questions that I'm excited to learn the answers to. But what do you think about how Assassin's Creed handles religion? Let me know over on Twitter at visions underscore AC. Thank you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. If you love the Visions of the Past podcast, please subscribe and share this podcast with others. If you have any questions about Assassin's Creed or topics that you'd like me to cover, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Visions underscore AC. Until next time, my Assassin friends, make sure to follow the Creed. And to those Templars that may be listening, may the Father of Understanding guide you.